Okay, so we are talking engaging in environmental conservation still on that subject. And we're looking at how to set up your project or work with a project. And we first discussed, uh, first task was getting a team together, stakeholders, getting your partners and getting the facts and figures. And we're on task number two in the deciding on what it is we're actually trying to do. What is the, the def definition of the scope of what we're trying to do? And I'd like to do action steps six, seven, and eight today because they're fairly short. So the first one is action six, which will be about crafting your vision. Hey, I'm John Harris, and welcome to another episode of Exponential Radio. And we're going to carry on with our project steps on how to engage in conservation. And uh, we're talking about vision here. And without, you know, a vision without action is a daydream. Action without vision is a nightmare. And that's a Japanese proverb. So a good vision statement needs to have the following criteria. So you want to get something that is practical and implementable. So you need something that's relatively general. It needs to be visionary. And it needs to be brief, brief enough for people to remember. So when you craft this vision, what you're going to start with, you're going to work with all team members. Remember, what the first thing we discussed is getting your core team together. So you're going to discuss with your core team members and ask them, what does a successful result look like with your particular project? And then you want each member, you know, must describe their statements. And each member then needs to come to the front of the room and read out their statements. So it gets people accountable and responsible. And then you divide the members into small teams to combine their statements. And you get the best written combo, uh, the draft of statements in, in, into a main statement. So you're going to put them together and see how you can uh, hammer out the, the, the best sort of statement for your vision. So th that is a method to go and get your vision. Um, the, the next thing we want to talk about um, would be, you know, how to choose your conservation targets. And just remember that vision is critically important because that's going to go in with a lot of your marketing material, meter material, and with your teams and partners and everything else. So it is a critical step in having a clear statement of your vision and what it is you're, in terms of results that you're trying to achieve. So when you choose your target conservation area or, or species, aiming for the moon and missing is better than aiming for a ditch and hitting. That's anonymous. So identifying your conservation targets. Let's just think about this. So your team members are, are to, to write out specific conservation targets. A similar thing again, you and your team members, they've crafted, drafted out your vision, got a basic vision together, you can still tweak. Now your team members are going to write out specific conservation targets to decide what it is that you want to, to, to focus on. Team members to read out these conservation targets and cluster them. So you're going to get the different groups and then cluster them, depending how big your team is and come to a consensus on key targets. So again, you want to decide which is the most apt and the most uh, likely to succeed and which is obviously relevant to how important it is. And then you want to set a broad goal for each target. So you may have several targets and obviously you're going to then uh, put them in terms of the, um, you know, how, how, how soon each one needs to be done and have them in a timeline and, and the priority. So identifying your conservation targets you're going to be looking at things like the biodiversity targets, uh, specific species, uh, and perhaps suits of species, uh, habitat or habitats, conservation corridors, and you know the human welfare targets. So it's not, it's not just the biodiversity. You're also going to look at the human welfare targets. 
um, water quality, sustainable conservation areas for ecotourism, etc., and air quality and so on and so forth. So these are important steps that we're talking about now. We're step number action step number seven, and we're going to move on to action step number eight. As I mentioned, these are all fairly short steps, so we put them together, and you want to get your goals right. So it's this is also critically important, and these are worth spending time on all of these initial action steps before you you actually jump in and get your your your, your project off the ground because. If you fail to do some of these steps, you, 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 your project's going to have a problem later. So there are always followers. Uh, sorry, there are always flowers for those who want to see them. And that's Henry Matisse. So get your goals right. Let's just have a look at how we can do this. For each target, you will need obviously need goals. You'll need a separate goal for each target. Uh, you know, an example. If you're looking at um, the penguins, uh, by 2023, at least 100 pairs of nesting penguins successfully reproducing uh, at the marine reserve, leaving two eggs per clutch every year. So you're looking now at a specific species and you're looking at the reproduction and increasing that, uh, the total number of penguins. So that is a kind of a target that you'll be looking at. Another conservation target, you might be thinking about things, just to, to clarify that you've got it uh, down pat, is, is it linked to a target, first of all, the conservation, to, you know, is area? Uh, is it, you're going to say, is it in, impact orientated? Is, is, is Are you going to get the right kind of impact that you need? Is it measurable? Um, is it time limited? So this is basically how you set a goal out. Uh, you know, most of you will know that, but it's very important to apply it to a conservation uh, area. And is it very specific? So those are things that we need to think about in six steps, six, seven, and eight. Um, the action steps we're going to be taking. And what we'll do is we'll step up and into into to next episode. We'll be talking about another the major, another major step. So, you know, there's there's only three or four major steps, but there are basically a lot of 20-odd action, uh, actions you need to take to, to get these major tasks completed. Um, and that'll be to understand the problems in context. So we need to know how getting started, and then we need to know you know, start the actual process of of uh, focusing on the scope and etc. of what we're trying to achieve. And then now we're going to be understanding the problems. So you can see that we've got a very good process going here of and something that makes uh, logical sense and the way that we take in going from one step to the next to actually achieve a get a project. So as usual, uh, thanks for listening. You can always get some of the back issues on uh, Exponential Radio can go to johnarthurharris.blogspot.com and you can go back and get some of the, those those uh, episodes, prior episodes, if you want to get the full context of this project. We also talk about uh, energetics and energet the philosophy of energeticism and we also talk about accelerating exponentials uh, in, in as much as exponential technologies are concerned. So these are all very important subjects and that's what we chat about on Exponential Radio. So until our next episode, we can tune in. Uh, have a great day.